so apparently Butch Hartman started a Kickstarter for a new streaming service uh, that only he is associated with, apparently. And uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I never said- liked Fairly Odd Parents. I just want to go ahead and say this. <laughs> I found it to be excruciatingly painful to watch. I agree. Same with Danny Phantom. Didn't really get it. Didn't really get it. Obviously, it's a hit. Clearly, he's successful. I didn't get it. I never no. watched any of those shows. Um, yeah, I mean, they, honestly, they were they were we were too old for them when they were coming on. True. But I mean, I still watched like Camp Laszlo on <laughs> Cartoon oh, Network. I dude, Camp Laszlo was created by uh, the Rocco's guy, and Joe had, Murray. Yeah, and that's he has, cool. He has good comic timing. Uh, did you know that the end of Camp Laszlo's was supposed to have Heifer appear? That's just a little fun oh, fact for you. What? That would have been awesome. But then they couldn't get so cool. they couldn't legally do it, so they had to swap him out with somebody who kind of resembled Heifer. Uh huh. I uh I I'll watch any cartoon, man. I'll watch any cartoon I'm too old for, as long as like it's made by someone who has like good taste and they're willing to to put a little bit of their adult humor in it. Yeah, I like the ones where they have sex. Yeah, with some sex. I'll watch any cartoon. (laughs) I'll watch any cartoon. Yeah, get some get some Bible black in there. Wait, oh, never mind. Wait, okay, (laughs) let's watch. (laughs) Wait, so like. Okay, so this 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 Butch Hardman thing is he he said on the I can remember seeing him launch that like Patreon not Patreon a Kickstarter or GoFundMe of like it was like wholesome entertainment uh-huh. or whatever it was called like I want to make just good family cartoons it's like uh, okay are, are you just saying the other cartoons don't do that or whatever uh-huh. but, so tell me if I'm wrong Dom the the big controversy was. That it was like a stealth Christian channel. Yeah, like it later came out, like people put it together that like he is going to put a Christian edge on it, and he wasn't upfront about that in the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, shit. Uh, it's just another case of somebody going, um, "Okay, I want money." So, uh, hey, everybody, uh, guess who? Guess who's gonna do the project? It's gonna be great. Uh, give me all your money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Steve in the uh, Discord chat asked us what our opinions of uh, this were. And, uh, you know, we all uh, condemn it with the highest regard. <laughs> <laughs> I religiously condemn it. I I, I got to say, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like obviously you probably, you probably tricked a few People are like, I just love Danny Phantom. Yeah. Uh, I want more Danny Phantom. But I feel like if he had also leaned real hard into the Christian cartoon thing. He probably would have gotten more he, money. Yeah, that's what's so weird. Like, I I mean, just growing up in the Midwest and seeing these like industries of like family Christian bookstores and stuff that are just thriving off of this is safe Christian content. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I there's think he could have made some money that way too. There's a whole alternate culture there that you can tap into yeah let me tell you guys about a little movie called last ounce of courage <laughs> please <laughs> please tell i had me. a feeling actually that might just not just set you up i had a feeling that it might segue into i mean that. there's a whole yeah. like you, you if you guys I've never have seen never that or heard of it if you guys have never gone out and watched a christian movie before do yourself a yes. favor there was a whole industry of it and much like uh uh there, there there's just a lot of money involved 
uh firehouse or whatever it's called uh, fire what is the, god's not what dead is it uh pure flicks is one of the names of the companies i believe it sounds like porno but it's actually oh, yeah films. pure flicks totally <laughs> does. this is ra- that's a great way to hide your porn company is under the name of a christian there, uh-huh. there's a great one that i can recommend last ounce of courage is a really good one if you want to watch a christian movie it's it's made by it's made by rocky mountain pictures who also made apparently a movie called 2016 obama's america oh yeah wait 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 isn't that like the 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 souza guy that makes like the yeah uh that makes the crazy propaganda documentaries this movie is just like a uh or last ounce of courage is basically a man's son uh dies in the iraq war and uh he's also the mayor of a town so uh he's mad that like you can't say merry christmas anymore so he's gonna bring christmas back to uh his town um and they try to draw a parallel that like the war in iraq it's about the war on christmas it's very courageous that he would bring him bring christmas back to america it's it's uh it's it's really worth watching it'll really make you want to smash your head into the desk um but uh it's uh it, the the i mean the climax of the film is worth uh worth it alone um but there is also another movie called uh let there be light uh directed and starring kevin sorbo and his real family you okay you've definitely yeah, t- you've definitely talked yeah. about this one on the on Goosebumps I, th- I thought that was god's not dead but is he also in god's not dead no that's another guy um that's kirk cameron maybe no maybe it, i don't I don't know. I can't say for sure. God's Not Dead okay. does star the guy who owns Pure Flicks, I think. Uh, oh, like he, he produces okay. and stars in his own shit. Um, gotcha. God's Not Dead 3, I have seen. Um, and surprisingly, <laughs> not as offensive as the other ones. Um, but uh, They weren't yeah. able to sort out whether God was dead or not in the first two? Uh, well, they want to re- keep reminding you that he's not dead. As, oh, I see. As I much as people, no, every like. every movie they kill God accidentally, and then they're like, "We got to, we got to bring God it's back." Like, it's kind of like Search for Spock, <laughs> but like, uh, for the record, Kevin Sorbo is in both Let There Be Light and God's Not Dead. Gotcha. Like, okay, he okay. is cornering this market of of that. Ke- Kevin Sorbo has gone hard. Yeah, Let There Be Light is about um, Kevin Sorbo, the world's most famous atheist, and he became an atheist because he lost his son. But then uh-huh. when he's driving home, he gets he had a little too much to drink. He gets in a car accident and he sees his son. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Sorry, it's just like it's nothing funny about that at all. Oh, there's he is the world's most famous atheist <laughs> yeah. who wears uh a suit jacket with the collar popped. Uh, he is it's it's a it's a really funny cartoon. I mean, he's like he's like channeling Bill Maher, <laughs> um who I also think is a yeah. piece of trash. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, did you? Did, it wasn't you who said like he's like a man made out of Play-Doh. Someone said that, and I I can't stop seeing Bill Maher as a man made out of. Play-Doh. Yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of mean, but uh, yeah, I think I probably did say something <laughs> like that. And uh, you know, I think it just kind of reflects the person that he is, and that's what that. I'm really speaking about the character when I say that he's made out of Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is, his character itself is is just full of salty uh putty yeah you know? like that that's what we mean yes. i love that you know that play-doh is salty because you've definitely eaten some as have i um i haven't eaten it but i've heard anecdotal stories we all we've know play-doh salty some we've all tasted a little play-doh it's salty i think it's only salty because you're rolling it around in your sweaty hands <laughs> oh, sick. no oh, that's sick. super gross oh my that makes God. sense right yes it does and yeah. it's gross shit oh my god oh it's our sweat. It's our fucking sweat salt. Ah, oh, 
You know what? Hang on a sec. I think I should maybe close my windows. My neighbor is outside having a phone conversation, and it may be picking up. So I just <laughs> let's pick it up. Yeah. Let's hear well, it. Let's get. Let's learn about Kevin, his life. Enhance. Gosh, I mean, Kevin, enhance that combo. Kevin, zoom Kevin, in. Kevin enhance digital CSI pickup. Everyone, be quiet. We're just gonna hold on. Oh, it's there. I hear it. You hear it? Do you? I heard something. I have to close the windows, even though there's a nice <laughs> okay. breeze coming in, and I'm just gonna sweat. Be right back. Okay. Yeah, dude. I, oh, I'm sweating on every Goose Buds record. Yeah, it's part of the. Well, it's the, it's the salt, salty flavor that gets into the podcast salty that everyone flavor. loves. You know, I'm really like, I'm really worried about this, like this back spasm thing I was talking about before we started recording. Like, you should, you should be concerned about your back spasm. I thought it was just a pinched nerve. I, my plan was, I have a pinched nerve. I'm just gonna go to a like Thai massage parlor and have an old lady step on my back, and it'll fix all of it. Just... But now I'm thinking it'll just destroy my uh, back. I think there should be I think maybe someone should uh photoshop and not me um but someone should photoshop a goosebumps <laughs> cover where Chad or illustrate where Chad is in immense pain with a tweaked neck and uh-huh. it says the pinched <laughs> nerve. <laughs> the pinched nerve that you couldn't turn. And maybe there's a goblin who's like um he's like a ghost and he's like pinching <gasps> Chad's nerve like I think it should him. be I think it should be a picture of a jelly man, Chad, with no spine, and it's called My Spine Skipped Town. <laughs> My Spine Skipped Town. <laughs> I think and that's what it should be. The flavor text can say, it packed its bags and went to Kalamazoo or something. What a, <laughs> Wawa, Wawa Washington. Kalamazoo. What are those cartoon cartoon towns? Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny always turned left in Albuquerque. Albuquerque, yep, yep. Yeah. Kalamazoo is uh, an area near where Chad grew up, right? Yeah, I know Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. 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 Kalamazoo, real place. Uh, all right, well, hold on. This, we were talking about these, this, this, this is the greatest back. The God's Not Dead, the Kevin Sorbo, all this stuff. I feel like we got to hear the end of the plot of this movie you were talking about. We kept going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. Which one? Uh, uh, let There Be Lighter. Um... No, the first last, one. Uh, last Dance of wh- Courage. Oh, Last, last Dance, Dance of, of Courage. Do you guys want me to spoil it for you? Because yeah. you, you it, watching the movie is kind of like watching coals burn right next to your eyes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, because it's, because it's so bright and intense? Uh, yes. No, it's because it's just like such a... Uh, the main character really champions this idea of the war on Christmas, and it really embodies like the confusion that baby boomers have, like who who think this way, mm-hmm. um, uh, and their confusion about the world and also their perspective. It's actually quite like I say, watch a Christian movie because it's quite insightful to what they perceive the world to be. Um, uh-huh. But I will spoil it now. Um, <laughs> uh, so the son who uh, the son who dies in Iraq. Um, he had a child, uh, mm-hmm. and you know the family is still obviously connected with the mother of the child and the child, um, and so they're visiting for Christmas. And the father is the 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 head of the home, the grandpa, the father. He's he's also the mayor <laughs> of the town, and he's gonna make it Christmas Town. Um, Can I just add the the trailer thumbnail for it? It's him. I'm clearly it's him driving on a motorcycle with a big American flag behind it and like a grandpa shirt. Uh yeah, that's a uh that's that's a thing that comes up a couple times. They make a point to Is it like reverse easy rider? Is it like supposed to be easy rider but like not cool in any way? Yes, exactly. I mean it's cool in a really horrible way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh he also has like a no six 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 or like Satan sucks pin or something like that. Uh, that's I think cool. I would love to actually have that pin. Uh but yeah, they make a point to say that bikers are nice Christian boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, the film goes on. Uh, it, the climax happens at this uh, school play where they're having the Christmas play. But 
you know, since Bibles aren't allowed in school, which it's a holiday uh, play. The, it's a, it's a it's a yes, but it's it's all about aliens, and the music is what? Sorry, and weird. okay, what? okay, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So do. like the school, the school is a illustration of the world. Like um, it, earlier in the movie, the son of the guy who dies. Uh, he brings a Bible into school, and they act like he brought a knife into school. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, like the principal is really upset. Um, but anyway, yeah. So this wacky play is going on. It's not really about you know the the meaning of Christmas or anything. So the 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 the, the son without a father. <laughs> I'm talking about this in such a weird way. The guys, <laughs> the, the the son and the son without, the son a, without father a father so and his friends hijack the play to turn it into a uh a the birth of jesus story with Hell the yeah. whole manger garb and everything yeah um so uh earlier in the movie he's going through his father's stuff like his trunk from iraq and in it are like video diaries that he sent home to his family um so like uh he's looking through the trunk and he's watching videos and then the grandpa goes you can't watch this one and he takes it away from him um so then later on in the movie he watches it uh-huh. and then at the end of the movie they have this christmas play going on and then he plays the last video diary that was sent home and in the video diary he's the guy's like you know the people over here the, if they said merry christmas they would be murdered um you know we're fighting out here we're really fighting and he's doing this video diary while in the background like people are like on edge with guns like there's clearly something happening and then of course in this video diary uh they get bombed and he dies in the video in the video and uh then the camera just like zooms in on this dead guy and (laughs) this the son his last words are Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. And uh, the son plays this for the whole school. And then all of a sudden, everybody is all about Christmas. Um, oh why God. did they let this guy watch his father die? Why <laughs> did this kid show his father dying to a whole school so that we can celebrate Christmas or something? Sorry, why is it like taped? Like, were they just like shooting home footage of the at war? Yeah, he had like a camcorder and he was sending home video diaries. Like, this is what we're doing oh, today. Okay. I don't think you're allowed to vlog while a war is happening. No, you're definitely not, especially when a bombing is, you're fighting apparently. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You all know if if you vlog like the enemy army will will get those vlogs and be like not only do we know their location but we know their greatest weaknesses we know all their we know that they're afraid of us not saying christmas merry christmas yeah now we can use this against them it's too much too much intel they this script is so brilliant because the naming conventions are great the main character his name is bob revere yeah the revere i was Mm -hmm. just looking at that beautiful um, fucking I, 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 just to change gears for a second, and then we can talk about all things spooky, and maybe this will lead us into it if Christianity is not spooky enough. Um, <laughs> I don't about ghosts. The, uh, I watched a great movie the other night. Maybe you guys have seen it, starring Christopher Walken, called The Dead Zone, based off no. of the Stephen King book. I always wanted Wait, to watch the- that as a kid. Wait, the the TV series that also was a there thing? Was the they TV also series. made it a TV series like they also did The Shining. They did it like a TV series. And The Langoliers, if you remember The Langoliers. Not I remember, movie, I remember they the did straight to the TV they movie. They did a TV event. Yeah. We watched the whole thing. It's awful. Um, Stephen King's in it, though. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> he, he makes cameo. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, Dead Zone, 
uh it's on hulu you should watch it it's um you know just i'll give you the the setup uh christopher walken gets in a car accident and he's in a coma for five years but when he wakes up he has second sight and he can you know see the future or see the past <laughs> uh yeah. it's excellent though um it has like a lot of tropes of second sight but like it's done in a really good way david Cronen- david cronenberg directs it's on hulu if you haven't seen it Whoa! you guys should really it's, see it it's great it's about uh like a chemical uh, warfare attack right um like he sees that happening wait, isn't that the like isn't that what's gonna happen well why don't you i, w- I won't deny confirm or deny okay. um <laughs> okay. but i will say watch the movie okay. uh, but uh a lot of stuff happens you know he's, he's second sighting the, a, a lot of stuff okay i thought i remembered that about it but i i could i you know I, don't tell me i'll watch it is there is there Cronenberg type stuff in it like for it to be a Cronenberg film? um there's some cool stuff where uh when he has second sight he like transports to the space and it's kind of neat um and there is probably one kind of gross violent thing that is actually not too bad but it's good okay the, All the right. dead zone to me is and and Stephen king in a lot of ways is a quintessential 90s thing uh, I don't know if that movie was made in the 90s, but I remember the, all the TV shows were coming out in the 90s, all the TV ad- adaptations of his things. Is that 80, Zone? 83. 83. But, but the, the but television they did the show TV the series, yeah, because they also did The Stand in the 90s, I believe. Yes, The Stand. Yeah, the TV show, I think, is like mid-2000s or something. It was like... No way, really? Yeah, it's like... It was like... I think it was like around the time Suits was a thing. <laughs> oh. Dead Zone started in 2002. Oh my god, you're right. I just yeah. Wow. It's a, I thought that... a post 9/11 world Anthony Michael Hall gets to see ghosts. I mean, what are some of the other ones? The Tommy Knockers. Do you guys remember that? Uh, the Tommy Knockers I, was 90s. I always yep. get Tommy Knockers and Langoliers confused. I thought they were the exact Langoliers, same. Langoliers, the reveal of the monster, it's the stuff that eats the past and they're like little yeah. CG brown guys with teeth. In fact, they kind of sound like the Lanks from this book. Um, the other yeah, yeah. the lengths, the yes. lengths. So yes. they look like little CG lengths. Oddly when, enough, when when are they gonna do like you know the same way like that that it got a big budgeted remake to critical acclaim? When are they gonna do like a a big budget version of the Langoliers? Just it's got it's got to happen now. I think there's gonna be a resurgence. I, I think we gotta it. contact Butch Harmon and start this Kickstarter. Let's <laughs> Christian, let's do Christian Langoliers. Yes. Oh yeah, they're gonna eat up the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they're eating all the holiday cheer. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the Langoliers! I just Google searched images for the Langoliers. It's so they're funny. cool looking though. They're like big, big teeth. Yeah, now. watch it's out! Like... You might have to fight them in a PlayStation game. <laughs> they look like they look like a. They kind of look like a shy halud, like a like a sky halud, because they come out of the sky. Uh-huh. They they look like the evil version of that weird mascot from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, that little yeah. green, yes, smiley yes. face thing that I never knew what the significance of that was. Like that's the evil version of that. Oh, oh my god, god it's so crappy. Okay, it's one of those monster designs where it's just like let's say like a beholder, a D and D beholder, right? They are kind of like beholders, but like the beholders designed where you can at least. This is important to me for monster design. I need to at least assume that this thing eats you. It has a digestive system or a reason to eat. Like, <laughs> I think that the Langoliers are filled with black hole. That's what I'm think, assuming. Oh, you think so? Because like they are just mouths. There's there's nothing else to them but mouths. I think that they are a mouth that swallows you into a black hole. That's my guess. Okay, that, that helps it's, a little it's, bit. It's just... like if the predator's mouth was a monster. Yes. 
Yes. Just oh, which is yeah. the scary, scariest part of Predator, his mouth. Well, and also the, the Predator the mouth part. also helps like add a whole uh you know uh, a metaphor that the Predator is a vagina and and it's female empowerment and these masculine dudes in the forest are hell fucking back yeah it. here yeah. we go hell fucking here we go. yeah now everybody's gonna be want to watch <laughs> everyone's gonna want to read about the langoliers weird like you know how the internet does that every once in a while they're like hey guys rumors uh is a good album and then everybody listens to it langoliers now everybody's, <laughs> gonna, back now everybody's gonna watch the langoliers that's Yo, such a good reference point. i said that i said that on continue cast i said it was a perfect album and and Josh was flabbergasted that I would say such a thing. And then he listened to it and he's like, it is perfect. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, it's a perfect album. And then you notice the like, you know, the Spotify, Spotify was like popping up on the charts. And I think I did that. Uh-huh. I, think, I, think, I did I it. Think, it helps. Yeah. I did that. Uh, but I think that those television shows were quintessential 90s. This book has a very quintessential, all the Goosebumps books. Were you, what a were, segue. What a segue. We're reading It Came From Beneath the Sink, right? That's what it's yes. called. This one was called. This one has a Super Soaker reference right at the start. And I was like, oh, that's that good 90s nostalgia right off the top. <laughs> and he, and like, I love the way that he works it into this because he just talks about how the kid's just hanging out and he just whips a Super Soaker <laughs> out. And I was like, RL, you don't know how big a Super Soaker is. There's no way you hid that. Well, it could have been like one of those little ones. I liked those guys. You like the little tiny ones? Oh, I, I only liked the big, like, smart gun size t- aliens to dude the fucking one with the handle on it yeah i want i wanted ones that like fired mortars that's what i that's what i basically needed basically a super soaker that fired a water balloon is what you wanted yeah yeah i i i i had the one that apparently i found out recently was like actually like the most powerful dangerous one and got banned because people's eyes were getting shot out oh fuck yeah what one was that <laughs> i'll look up the name of it again hell yes <laughs> But I, I I enjoyed bringing like a big heavy duty one. But I, I I get the 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 charm of what Dom's saying of like having a tiny little one, and then you kind of just like you start the water gun fight with that. You pull out the super soaker derringer during a poker game with your friends. Yes, yes, totally. And, uh, and, then, and, for the, and then the OK Corral happens. Yes. Uh, for, for the record, uh, the one I'm talking about was the super soaker renegade uh, SCPS 2000. Uh, had a range of 50 feet. And it was discontinued by Hasbro. Oh Hold on, God, I gotta see Super Soaker Renegade. I you could, see you could pump that like. baby up. It was so satisfying. And it would like launch water across the yard like a mortar. And I was Ted, like... Ted, this is like a shot. This is like a rail gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was it was, it was was amazing. And then and then one time one of my friends filled it with like hot boiling water and shot another <laughs> kid. And they, and they got in huge trouble. We were like, that's super fucked up, man. You didn't tell us you were doing that. <laughs> that is very fucked up, but kind of hilarious now that i know that the person survived <laughs> that was hit with it right they survived um yeah they did yeah they did okay good uh good. i like that the super soaker guns just started to look like doom guns yeah uh-huh. that's what you want you want to be a badass with your super soaker yeah. mm-hmm. um but this uh this book welcome to goosebuds sorry, sorry, by just the way. welcome to goosebuds sorry <laughs> uh uh we're we're we had read it came from beneath the sink if you didn't read the title of this podcast of this of this podcast uh, yeah. but uh yeah why, why don't we start it up st- set it up here katrina and her brother i forget his name Daniel, I think, I think it is, is Daniel. They're moving into a new house and they're cleaning up the house. And what do they find underneath the sink? A sponge that is breathing. A sponge. <laughs> this one, 
actually is kind of scary. I kind of like this one. Um, yeah, uh, there was a there was a big practical joke like fake out after the first chapter, and man, yeah. I do not have time for those anymore. Uh, no, no, I, 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 we've grown past them. I'd say. Yeah, I, I, uh, I like. I had a really negative reaction to it, but um, I will say that the book is is pretty good. Um, there's a couple. There's a and there's like another. There's like another one in the middle of it where the kid pretends his hand falls off, and the kids always fall for it. How do kids, kids keep falling for this? However, shit? there are some things that they're like, oh no, I stepped on a nail, and he really did step on a nail, and he's bleeding. Yeah, that's pretty. Dark. So there is there is some there is some payoff here. So the pracs actually work pretty well for. Can I can I say though, in terms of the 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 bad pr- prank fake out in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's that. A hairy claw comes out, yes. and it's her little brother, and her little brother's in a rat costume? Yeah. Uh, yeah who has a rat costume? <laughs> like, who has a rat I, costume? That's a great question. I, I guess I was like, I don't know, maybe it was for Halloween, but it felt like the brother had this, like, no, other part like of Daniel's, his life. Yeah, Daniel's a real sick fuck. You can yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rat <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, th- I also felt, I'm not, I might be jumping ahead, but I think that uh, Kat, it might be one of the dumbest children that we've ever definitely and that's what was kind of frustrating about this book in the middle of it why don't we why don't we get to that point that is i found so frustrating uh so i'll just go over a brief uh description of what happens she finds this sponge a bunch of bad things starts happening like to her and whoever holds the sponge and then their dog Mm -hmm. goes missing and you know she's like what the fuck what's going on so then Danny, her little brother, finds this book at the uh at the uh library that is basically a monster manual. Um, <laughs> the, encyclo- the encyclopedia of weird. And that's what I kind of loved about it. I was like, oh, okay, it's like a monster manual. I ha I have like books like that that are like weird creatures, which I also like. But this just yeah, very cool. much felt like a monster manual monster. Um yes. like you ever there's like a hood that if it falls on you, it can kill you in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, a yeah. it's like a bat basically, like inside of a hood that eats your, yeah. your head, right? It's pretty cool. But like I like items like that. Anyway, this reminded me of that. And uh they yeah. find in the book uh the sponge and it's called a gruel, and the gruel brings bad luck to the person who owns it, and the person who owns it can never give it away, and if they give it away and if it's separate they if die. they're separated from it for a day, they die. And cat mm-hmm. and this is the point that is so frustrating. Cat is so <laughs> is so annoyed is so shocked by this or so scared that she just straight up denies it. She goes, "No, this isn't. This isn't. That's not real. Throw that book away. That's not what's happening. I'll just go back to holding my breathing sponge <laughs> <laughs> that also has eyes. That's a really gross part too, and the eyes pop out. The, it's it's a creepy creature. This is probably one of the creepiest monsters that RL. I don't think a gruel is a real thing in, that we've ever invented in real life outside of Goosebumps, right? Uh, I don't think so. I kept I kept wondering if he was going to maybe be like, yeah, borrowing from somewhere else. But yeah, no, I think I, it's think, a, it, I, I think he made I, this I, up. I gotta say, I like that. He did a good yes. job. This is a gross thing. This is one of the. It's one of the better written ones by RL. It's very the the dialogue's actually pretty good. There was actually a clever line by Cat at one point where she where he's like uh, the book of weirds or I forget what it was. He was like talking about the super lawn, and she's like, "You're super stupid." And I was like, "That's actually a pretty good little comment." <laughs> that was yeah. good, but it was like a friendly one. It wasn't like a mean one, which yeah, I liked, like a, which I also liked. Yeah. 
Yeah, their relationship was good between the brother and sister. They like kind of got along, which I liked. Yeah, man, guys, I really missed out. I I just watched the the episode pretty much. <gasps> oh, you did, you did, and read I feel it? like I feel really bad that I missed out on his best book ever. Oh, okay. So here's the thing, though. She's stupid. So back to what <laughs> back to what Chad was saying, uh, or what Don was saying. He, she, uh, her brother shows her this book, and he's like, "It's a mythological creature," and instantly. She shows that she has a profound misunderstanding of what the word mythological means and mm-hmm. says, oh, it's mythological? That means it's fake. No, bitch, that's not no, what a myth is. that's not right. That's not what a myth is. But the great thing is... The man, the myth, the legend, how does that person exist? Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> Think about she it. She's dumb. And I love that later on, you kind of see where the, the dumbness was passed down through the family because she explains it to her aunt. And she's like, yeah, it's a mythological creature called a, a gruel. And the aunt's like, oh, a myth means that it's fake. And I was like, oh, my God, you're just ruining this child. You just taught this child a very dumb thing that it obviously this child believes now. And, you know, maybe RL didn't. Maybe RL was like, you know what? I know what myth means. And he didn't have Google, <laughs> so he couldn't, like, quick reference. He was like, I know what myth. Oh, yeah, you had to go to the library to look up books and stuff, like, words. That's that's crazy. Now, I got to write a book. I got to get my book written for the month. I got to get this fucking done. <laughs> A myth is fake. I don't care. If that's not true, the kid's just dumb. It's just the dumb kid's fault. It's not my fault. Well, so my one big problem with this book, and I, I want to hear what happens in the episode as well, but I, I just want to get yeah, to this yeah. because the rules of the gruel are that if you find it, then it's yours until you die. Um, mm-hmm. You can't get rid of it. A, a very specific language that it cannot be killed by force. Mm-hmm. Um, violence or force, yeah. Violence or force. So... Uh, you know, Katrina has all this bad luck happen to her. However, whoever holds the sponge also gets bad luck. So it's transferable. So the, the okay. rules kind of conflict. What yeah, the, the owner in. idea was very confusing to me of like, it, it's, theoretically, someone owned this sponge, left it under the sink because they moved into a new house. Well, the creepy idea there is that this person died, and that's why they were able to buy this house. I know. I died wanted that to be found luck. out. I, I wanted that to be like, oh, yeah, they slipped and fell down a banana, uh, down a bunch of stairs into a pile of silverware. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I kind of, okay, I have to backtrack here because I think I do understand it now. Okay. Because you can give the sponge away. However, mm-hmm. if you give the sponge away, you die after a day. Mm-hmm. Um. You can give the sponge away, so whoever is holding the sponge has bad luck as well. That makes sense. Yeah. Then it is transferable, but yeah. with consequence. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's more an aura of bad luck it creates, because it's because she is holding, and other people hold it, but when she is holding it, bad luck happens around her as well. Yeah, th- yeah. that's the question. Is like, is it bad luck only affecting the person? Because like in the, the show, for example, the parents drop their nice china. It's like, oh, grandma gave this to us. Oh, oh no. And like, does the kid really care about the china? Like, does no. the kid? So is she, it's just everyone's lives are messed up. Yes. And that's the, what I think the book gets that generally across that, that, that that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, She's also dumb. She also is dumb in that she. There's a great illustration of her dumbness when <laughs> she is trying to. She she completely ignores again what Dom said earlier. She ignores the the facts of the book. She just doesn't. She denies them, despite and that it describes the, the creature exactly that is breathing in her hand. Anyway. Exactly, yeah. and uh, she she the chapter or part of the book ends where it says she sat down with a notebook notebook to figure out her plan and then the next day she's shoveling a hole 
to fucking throw it in. And she yeah. had to sit down and notebook that out. You had to really fucking <laughs> one one dig hole. I had the same I had the same reaction. Because <laughs> I think that before she sat down that she knew she wanted to bury it. She kind of like yes. alluded to the fact that she was gonna bury it in the ground. So she sat down to say, Tomorrow I'll meet with my brother and bury the sponge. Like that, that, that is the extent of the planning that you would uh, need to guys, do. She was bullet journaling. I, I, I do that. <laughs> oh, now. You, just, you just write down what you're going to do and then you cross it off and you feel really good about it. It's like. <laughs> that's the that's the subtext that Dom and I miss because we don't bullet journal. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, I, I don't bullet, bullet journal. Really my life. I do. I do. I do just do to do lists and, uh, you know. Hey, here's the thing, guys. That's all bullet journaling is. It's just a to do list. Don't let. It's a big scam. It's just it's just a do list. It's called a bullet journal, and I have my bullet coffee. <laughs> and I put on my bullet journal by bullets. <laughs> and my my nickname is the bullet, so you know. And my favorite basketball team is the the DC Bullets. Is that a team? Um yeah, I think so. <laughs> Might have Before been. it was the Wizards. Hold on, let me. They, bring they it might. Up they, they, well, there's old teams they don't have anymore, so I can totally buy. They're like, we're gonna call them the Bullets, guys. We realize it's not. It's not a great name. It's yeah. like it's kind of making people think about. Listen, fans keep coming to the stadium and bringing guns. We need that to stop. Yeah, we can't. There's. We're really encouraging this by accident. We didn't. Uh, the logo was really dope. In fact, uh, for the Bullets, this is just a quick sidebar. They changed um, the name of that team, right? Yeah, it's the Washington Wizards. I'd say Wizards is cooler, but okay, what's the logo for the Bullets? Uh, it just says Bullets, and then the L's are hands reaching for a basketball. That's dope. Oh, it's not it's not a cool gun or something? Uh, they, older iterations may have been, but the last iteration was the hands. Okay, I guess that's fine. Oddly I enough, fine. Uh, there was a lot of controversy over the Washington Wizards star. Um, oh, uh, what is his name? I just had it. Gilbert Arenas, who brought a gun to the locker room. Oh, smart. Well, oh, I mean, cool. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just something that happened. I, I don't, have, I don't I'm not saying one game. way or another if it's bad. I'm just saying. I just, I don't, just don't think bring a gun to a, a, a arena ever, but okay. Uh, this was pre-shootings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This, okay. This, is when, this is when guns were fun. This is when Columbine had happened and that was it. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> when... Okay, but read this evil sponge. I don't want to stop us too much from getting the plot, but this is going to keep popping up for me uh, in the first few chapters I read of the book and then when I was switched over to the TV show was the logic of this sponge mm-hmm. that 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 causes bad luck yes, and then thrives off the bad energy. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it num-num-num eats the juju. Also, again, why does it even have a mouth with sharp teeth if it doesn't eat flesh? This one what? doesn't. This one doesn't. Oh, in the TV show, it totally has. It's a totally a Langolier. It's like I, oh. I would have made. I would have made the same choice if I was adapting. I would have gave it a sharp, a scary, sharp mouth. mouth. It's just the thing. I was like, unless it eats your blood or something, it uh, whatever. Fine, well, I get it. It's, the, it's scary. So in the book, they find out that there's another creature that looks right. very similar called the Lynx. That right. That so that, as soon as they mention that, you're like, that's that's going to show up later. I get it. But yes. So the logic though of this like this gloom i always forget gloom goof a goof troop what is it called? <laughs> a gruel the gruel, gruel. But i love i love the, i love the gloof the gloof's the gloof good is that it it enjoys your bad energy but it seems like in terms of natural evolution of a predator yeah it shouldn't be wanting to kill you 
And like, sure, it should it should make you suffer for as long as possible. Like right? a, like a parasite, it should latch on and then, but ne- make your life miserable, but never kill you. Right. Which is slightly different than it seemed like a lot of the bad luck stuff, which was also scary, was like stepping on nails. Uh, that that was a scary part of the book because there was blood, and I was surprised that it got that violent. Yeah, that that part's cool. I was just like, at some point, you'll die from having this gloof. I know it's not its name. Yes. Well, now it's the gloof forever. Now it's the gloof. Um. The uh, I I guess what it was, I guess it was kind of like a an allegory for uh, heroin. Yes, because like the sponge lives off of drugs um, that will ultimately kill it because then it will it'll kill the person. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get I, I, I get the metaphor you're throwing down. Yeah, sure, it's heroin. Yeah, I'm yeah, it's heroin. <laughs> it's heroin. If that had been a twist reveal at the end of this book, that like the child had just been injecting heroin the entire time, I would have been so on board that. that would have I been think a cool I think all books should end uh, with children doing heroin <laughs> with it with an extra page or no no not an extra page just at, at the final words. There's the final words of the book. And then just a couple spaces below that, they just reveal what something was supposed to be. The gruel was heroin. <laughs> Is that what they should say? They don't even write the the eloquent storytelling metaphor. It just it just tells you. Flat out. <laughs> it's, the encyclo- it's the back of the Encyclopedia Brown book. It just tells you what the what the yeah. answer is. Yeah. But it's upside down, so if you just happen to flip to it, you don't. You yeah, don't you don't read. accidentally but, read it. But here's the thing, guys. I can always accidentally read that upside down. Not that I'm a genius, but I feel like that didn't really work. I but just, I'm pretty. I'm smart enough to read that upside down. It's, it's like context clues. You could tell what it was. Yeah. Uh, I so I, I I think she does one other dumb thing. I, well, she's also stupid in that she reads again. She completely dismisses this this weird book, this this book of weirdness, uh, the Encyclopedia of Weirdness, and she starts like smashing this thing, and she stabs it with scissors, and it cuts her hand open, and then she continues to keep attacking this thing. She shoves it down a, a garbage disposal, and she knows it's not going to work, but she refuses to not try these techniques these like tactics to try and destroy this thing yeah i i i kind of wanted that to pay off in terms of a like she she finally destroys it or cuts it in half and then and then they they grow into two of them or something oh that would have been great and then she couldn't get, and then like her brother had his own now you have to pass it on to someone else oh that would have been awesome yeah frick that's that's, that's kind of what i was that's kind of what i was hoping for but the, I, I the girl was yeah. stds the girl was stds <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well What's how does how does the book kind of like wrap up? Because it's like this, it's just continually this thing of no one believing her. And I don't know if it's in the, the book, in the book or the show. It's like she brings this thing to parents and adults, and it always doesn't show its its eyes and or teeth. Yeah, that's to the, the same in the book. Yeah, same in which the book. is like surprise. Like that's that that demonstrates a level of genius uh, on the on the gloof's part. Right on the gloof's part. Yeah, I love that, the gloof. Good, good love gloof in the morning. I'm just like. <laughs> It's sentient. It's sentient at that point. It's a it's a fucking demon. It's a it's a, a piece of shit demon that's being all tricky and and fucking with this kid. So how do they wrap it up in the book? Not to get to the so end, they wrap yeah. it up. They, they she she earnest scared stupid's it. Yeah. What she pours milk on it. <laughs> er, er, it's Miak first. Miak, sorry. Um, no, see, he kills it with love. She kisses it. That's the final like, blow. She 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 like talks like really like cutesy to it. She's like singing lullabies and doing. And she does this after after uh, a boy gets hit with a baseball in the head. And <laughs> wait uh-huh. again, like bird in the from the fourth book. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. He gets 
fucking wailed with a with a ball and then she's running away which is here's a weird part where here's the part where the logic of the thing breaks down right before she does the lullaby singing she's running away after the kid gets hit with the ball uh on a bike and uh, a car almost hits her and she's like bad bad luck and i was like that's pretty good luck that the car didn't hit you i think that <laughs> yeah, actually kind of yeah. worked out in your favor uh and then but then she yeah she finally like realizes oh we can't destroy this thing after trying three different times to fucking tear this thing apart she starts lullabying to it like and dom as you said after it after it it like dries up and shrivels up she gives it a kiss and it just disappears much like at the end of Ernest scared stupid where he kisses the troll and it dies mm-hmm. doesn't it explode i don't remember oh that's right he does kiss the troll do that's you, right. chad do you remember Ernest kills seven <laughs> or Ernest yeah, kills? all the time when we watch the Ernest scared stupid death count and it just says in big text Ernest kills seven like a newspaper headline, <laughs> but it was like someone unaware, like somebody oh, no, who would take the time, someone who would take the time to put together an Ernest kill highlight <laughs> reel. I of, assume of most of the people who make kill count compilations on YouTube are genuinely getting off on it. They're yes. like, oh yes, I love seeing this child die, like or whatever. Yeah, Ernest kills seven. Ernest kills seven. He lost it. <laughs> they messed with his Halloween, man. By the way, side tangent, I might have one night gotten a little loopy and decided to watch the original Ernest uh Hey Vern like Hey Vern it's commercials. Ernest. Hey Vern it's Ernest compilation videos where it's all fish ca- fish eye lens mm-hmm. and Yep. Still pretty funny. Like still still pretty good. Like the rest of the movies aren't funny. Except for the Vern segments, it's really just that part. The Vern segments are so good. I'll say, We're, I'll say, you know, er, Scared Stupid was probably the best and the last good Ernest movie. Um, as we know, we try to watch. Chad and I try to watch uh, Saves Christmas. Oh movie, god, it's so racist. That movie is bad and racist. It's racist, and he also has some like odd sexual stuff with a with a like a minor, right? Oh yeah, there's like some. If I remember right, there's like some weird chemistry between. Ernest and like the girl but she's like not 25 she's 14 or, or something or something like that for right, sure. uh, right that said uh, Jim Jim Varney quite the character actor you may yes. have seen him in a little movie adaptation of the Beverly Hillbillies he was great he was he was also, also slinky on, dog he was he was also on an episode of Viva La oh what was that show called Viva La Bam he, uh, Viva La Bam, yeah, baby. <laughs> Ernest uh, on Viva La Bam would have been great. It would have oh, been. Oh, gosh. It was the show that some of the people from the state did after the state, and I can't remember. Oh, I don't know that one. That, I'm just going to, I have to Google it because uh, everyone's favorite uh, uh, social. I think Estella. That's what I think of. After the, uh, yeah, Estella was guy. great. Johnny Blue Jeans. That's what his name was. Viva Variety. That was what Viva it was. Viva Variety. Oh, I, don't know oh, that one. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, uh Anyways, back to the book. No. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I do want to... I'm glad you watched the show because I would like to know the differences. So, like, I the whole time I was reading this, again, this was one of the better books on, on RL's party. Did a good job with this one. The, yeah. I, the girl being stupid wasn't... It was... It worked. It just... She was dumb. She was a very dumb character. Um, he... he uh, He does a good job, though, of building tension. The monster's cool. And I, the whole time I was reading it, I was like... This would probably make a good television episode. How was the TV episode, Chad? Uh, I felt bad for the actors the entire time because of how much they had to just kind of like 
th- this entire episode of the TV show was carried so much by sound editing and like music stings to oh, make this oh. little, make this little sponge look scary. What was the noise that it made? Uh, I don't know. It was like just like it was like just a like, gross like. It was just, honestly, I think they just had a mic put up to a sponge, a wet sponge, and just squeezed and it like, over <laughs> and over. Yeah, but like because they they give it sharp little teeth and they give it like glowy jack o' lantern eyes. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, and and, and again, and you're like, all right. It's, it's are they, it, is it the same kind of eyes that the dog gets in the intro? Um, it's a little bit more like just like light bright hidden in a sponge. Like oh, I, I, I gotcha. think the prop itself was made very simply. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, the, the biggest difference, honestly, uh, also, yeah, they don't show, they don't show a kid stepping on a nail or any of the really cool, horrific kills. It's always sure. more like, kills. The, sorry, the kill, <laughs> for the kill count. <laughs> Gloof kills a Gloof kills a I mean, cause I was, I kept picturing like reading, uh, reading part of the books. Like, oh, this is going to be like a final destination thing. This is going to be like some, some yeah. Oh, the gym's got some Alibaba swords hanging on the walls. And they're going <laughs> to fall off and kill a guy. Uh, that's a real thing for Final Destination. And then instead, it's, yeah, it's really just like a thing breaks or like they give it to a scientist teacher to watch. And, and she's like, all right, I'll dissect it. And then like a, a Bunsen burner breaks. Okay. And, but okay. I think the biggest detail, because it doesn't sound like this was in the book at all, was she gives it to her science professor. who's like, ah, it's your everyday sponge. But okay, since you guys insist, I'll I'll dissect it for you overnight. Mm-hmm. I I think the teacher was just lying to them and was just gonna go home and like grade papers. Yeah. Uh but their their like discovery of why uh how to defeat the sponge seems a little bit more inspired in the show. Cause in the book she just like has the idea, right? She has she a flash like, of insight, yeah. Okay, so in the show, they had to sneak back into the school because now like it would have like it would have killed her, right? It well, yeah, her it, they they read the book like way too late. Like the most of the episode is them just like I don't know. I guess we'll bury it, and then very finally at the end of the arc, uh, the nerdy best friend they made him a nerd. And he's like, oh, you should you should save this and study it for science. I'm seven. Uh, like uh-huh. he's not he's not <laughs> yeah. actually a scientist. Yeah, but he finds the book and reads, and it's like it says here that if you don't if you give it up, you'll die within 24 hours. <gasps> I gave it to the teacher, so then they go gotcha. back to school. But it's night, so they got to break into the school. Uh, not really exciting. Other than that, there's a janitor who's cleaning stuff up, and he's singing like "You Are My Sunshine, My Only Sunshine." <gasps> Is it hurting uh, it? And he's well, he's listening to it on headphones. And it's my like favorite just song avoid- to listen to, by the way. It's such a great. Well, here's the thing. So, like the music they have, clearly, that's a public domain song. But the version they they pick is like circus music. It's like you can hear it, and it's like if the jan- if you heard a janitor listening to this while he cleaned, you would instantly arrest him. You're like, I don't know what crime <laughs> you've committed, but you've done something. Future. Wrong. There now, are future crimes coming. Oddly, there are future crimes. Yeah, precog. Oddly enough, I just want to throw this out there in earnest. Scared stupid. Ernest is the janitor, and he that would listen to odd connection. Doc. Would, oh my would. god, he would. What you're do, right. Do you think that came out around the time of this book? Do you think it inspired this book? I don't know. Maybe. Or probably. did this movie or this steal from Ernest Scared Stupid? Ooh. The credit oh, sequence to Ernest Scared Stupid is quite fun. <laughs> Are you just watching it right now? Yeah, I just turned it off. No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> 
I did. I did. I did ask what the noise it made was because ch- I don't know if you got this, Dom, while you were reading. But the noise that the one refrain noise that it continues to makes it, it, it's written as "Whoa ah!" But for some oh. reason, in my head, I kept hearing. I kept hearing "Hoo ah!" And I kept. <laughs> I kept thinking it was doing the "Hoo ah!" And I kept um, hearing that the whole time I was like reading it, and, I, and like I could not take this thing seriously because I, I just saw Al Pacino's career ending over and over again. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I just heard, uh, like, I heard like kind of like a deep, deep kind of breathe sound, like a okay. Like that. uh-huh. That's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe not that loud, but yeah. It was um, hoo in my head. It was hoo I like a hoo for sure. I've never um, seen Scent of a Woman, and I probably never will. Neither so. have I. I is just he, know is that the, the where he's blind? That's where he's blind, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's just he has a hammy acting thing in it, right? That's the problem. He just hams it up a little much. Choose I, the scenery He hams it up in all... If you want to see Al Pacino hamming it up, devil's advocate, my friend. Well, anything post Scent of a Woman is, is where you get hammy Al Pacino. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, yeah, I've, I've never seen him uh, rein it in. That's that's true. <laughs> I've never seen like a, a restrained Al Pacino in, in Jack and Jill or whatever. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, let, me, oh, let, me, let, let me know if you guys want to talk about Anthony Hopkins sometime. Uh, sure. I could, I'm happy to talk about Anthony Hopkins. I'm talking about him in Transformers Five. Whatever you want. But I should finish telling you the rest of this janitor. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, so, sorry. Go on. Sorry. I mean, you know, that was just another time, like maybe when we're hanging out, ask me about Anthony Hopkins. Maybe on a, maybe <laughs> on a, a Camp Goosebuds. Maybe on a Camp Goosebuds. Yeah, I, I would like to talk about him. I think he's pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, so like the janitor's like cleaning through and it's all dark, so he's not really looking around. And they're like, they're like Metal Gear Soliding under, Metal Gear Soliding underneath the tables. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Trying to find the sponge. And, uh, like, he has his headphones on, so he doesn't really see them. There's really not that much of a stakes. Also, worst case scenario, the janitor's like, hey, get out of here, and you just take the sponge and go. Whatever. Sure. But, like, the the, the lights shut off, obviously because of bad luck. The janitor goes over to, like, an electric uh, circuit breaker, and you're like, ooh, this is going to be juicy. He's going he's gonna to get shocked to death. But instead, he just, like, drops something, and it picks up, and then hits his head on the circuit breaker, and he makes it sound like... He's like, oh, and immediately just knocks himself out. <laughs> so the kids go over there like, is he dead? Nah, he's just sleeping. And then because the headphones are off his head, they can like, oh, the they hear the music. starts reacting to you are my sunshine. And then they play it. But in a, in a scene that has three beats that it didn't need at all. Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> you're like, it's working. It's, it's the Mars attacks. Right. Where you realize that uh whatever it's like Wayne Newton or whatever music like mm-hmm. kill makes kills the, them. The note makes their heads explode, right? Oh yeah, sorry, I was confused because the book adaptation makes it Wayne Newton. I don't know why that's different than the okay. movie. Okay, all right. Uh specifically Wayne Newton music. But I think I think um, Wayne, Wayne Newton was kind of like a punchline at the time, right? Yeah, so the book made him a the, the book movie adaptation of Mars Attacks had some had some story notes and gotcha. made it the Wayne Newton specifically. Gotcha. Anyway, it's I, I it's 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 weird that I read a lot of movie adaptation books. But they, uh, like, I gotta like, say, I gotta say, my my best friend Brandon, uh, he when I was when when I, we were like twelve, he was super into those books. Apparently, they were very good. Uh, yeah, they they every time the authors change the story, <laughs> he they had their own version of what should happen in the movie. But uh, so like they're like, oh crap, it, it's it's responding to the music. Quick, play more music, and then like a a beat of nothing, and then like uh 
I, I can't get it to play for some reason. Now, now you have to sing it. And you're like, oh, God, don't make the character sing it. I get why this should be stronger, that they're having to be active in the structure of the sponge. But uh-huh. it's just like the kids, instead of singing You Are My Sunshine, they're just kind of make up like a, oh, you're a handsome sponge. I think your color's so nice and that you are great. It's just that. I love it. It's like, adve- it's like an Adventure Time song. It's a little bit. Yeah. It's just making something up. And then the sponge just shrinks down. And they're like, cool, we defeated it. And then you reveal. She doesn't kiss it? She doesn't kiss it, but you cut to the, like, days later, because there's narration in this episode. I don't think there's always narration. I don't think there's always voiceover. No, I don't think there usually is, right? Yeah, this one has a lot of voiceover narration you really don't need. And it's like, she's made a cool little, like, pet rock cubby for it, where it's, like, covered in flowers. It's like a shrine. Uh Uh-huh. And she, like, wakes it up every morning and, like, greets it the day, and it's tiny, and then she plays, like... Hanson music for it. Nice. And you're, and you're like, okay, she's suppressed it. She's defeated the monster. This also maybe feels cruel, but cool. But cool. You did it. Right. Is that, so is that how it ends? She, they don't find the lion. It just, it just, and then it ends. Oh, yeah. And then the dog that's been, that's run away comes back. It's like, killer, you came back. Oh, what you, what you got there? Oh, he found the potato with teeth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just a potato with teeth. It is like they didn't even try to make it different at all. That was one of those moments in the book where, like, I, I we all talked about this earlier that you hear about the lanks in relation to the the goof, and uh, it we you like hear that and you're like, oh, that's coming back. That's the that's the final beat of this episode or this this book, right? You know they're gonna find you know they're finding the lanks. It works well. I thought they're or they're gonna realize that it's actually a lanks or something that they were wrong and. That's what I, I thought. Don't. That's what I thought. I thought, the, like, at some point, they were going to, like, discover the teeth, and all of a sudden, it was going to lanks it up, and that's what that was going to be the flit. Yes. Yeah, see, that would have been nice, and also it would have been different than just these, both of these things have, have teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, this was not a bad Goosebumps. This is a good, no, good not, Goosebumps. It looks like the book was a better version, for sure, because they actually could do, like, darker, more fucked up stuff to kids. Yeah. Getting stuff on a nail it. is pretty pretty crazy, and she she gouges her hand with some scissors. By but she does it by attacking the goof. Oh, scissors yeah, come into play in the dead zone. Check it out. <laughs> Telling you, I got. I'm gonna watch it. Dom, I'm going to watch it. I'm, you're gonna have fun. Gonna the like, dead zone was heroin. The dead zone was. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. I was going to say, you guys want to have, just based inspired on what we had had before, is there anything, you know, we could have done different with this story? Because I have an idea. Well, so we were, like, we had discussed doing, like, what we thought the book should be about based on the name, right? Yeah. I don't, I really thought about that while doing this one, and I was like, this is pretty good. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, the only things that came to my mind were really gross blue things that should not I don't think I'm going to talk about gross blue. Th- uh, wait, is it about the phrase coming? Yeah, it's definitely about that. Yeah, it's like the the present tense of come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'm gaming. So I mean, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a pin in that for my next time I ever get the chance to say that. Um, I'm gaming. I'm gaming. <laughs> Taking the past tense version. The, pa- the past tense of come. Come is the present. Come as the present. <laughs> I'm kidding. Game, game is I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't need to do that thought exercise no, this time. No, but but I think that's a, it. That's no, it. I, no, I want to pitch mine at least. I no, go, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I do want to say 
the story that probably goes off that title is you just find an old man who just jerks underneath your sink and you're That's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Get the out of here, old man. Ew. Yeah, we just moved in. And he's like, I got squatters rights. And you're like, shit, god damn it. We can't get god, out of here. I got chisers rights. God damn that city hall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is, mine's not completely thought out, but. I think I would take the the concept about a sponge that feeds off negativity, right? Sure. But let's let's say like this book now instead follows a, an older like you know seventeen year old kid, mm-hmm. and what do they do to make money in the summer? They flip houses. Okay. They work okay. on houses and they flip, and they get to this house that they're. I guess they have enough money to buy houses and flip them. <laughs> it was the nineties, man. It was the nineties. Yeah, the mark the bobble hadn't bopped uh, hadn't bopped yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And, and and they, like, discover this house that's been, like, mysteriously given up in an estate sale. And they're like, oh, I find this weird sponge. And it still, like, feeds off negative emotions. They figure it out. But they realize that they can take the sponge and use it to clean up houses. Like, okay. go okay. house to house and use the sponge for cleaning. Because it's mm. weird that they never try to clean anything with this sponge. That's well, my number one note so, with this book. Uh, it, here's the thing. I thought about that too, but then I realized I forgot what a sponge was. A sponge is a living being. We just yeah. named sponges like we just use sponges like artificial sponges now, but it used to be a living being. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I I've I still used is. to clean cars with li- old dead living sponges. Like that was like you just pick up and I worked at a car wash and they had those. Like the actual what a here's a living sponge. Thing, that, what a hard thing to do. Like uh, like yeah. what a horrid, evil thing to do. Yeah, what a yeah, just to clean something up. Be like, all right, clean, come here. Just to clean up a fucking BMW, like a. Uh, but you take this, you take the sponge, and you kind of get a little bit more of the character being uh, a little more active in it. Like, ooh, I can go, and I can go and like I'll clean the houses, and I know that the bad luck will rub off on these people. So I'm like, I'm cleaning the house. And then, oh no, your your Hummel figurines all broke. What a shame! I guess I'll clean those up too if you guys want to pay me a couple extra hours. So they're getting something out of. Mm. The I like evil it. It's like curse. a deal with the, like a deal with the devil situation. A deal with the devil sponge for sure. And then, yeah, at some point, like you know, maybe the people who've had enough bad luck, like her her repeat clients, are starting to die, and now she's flipping their houses. So it's like I'm just really making it. Nothing's going bad for me. And then you have it. I don't know how it ends yet. I don't know if it like you know the bad luck comes to bite her in the ass or what. Uh huh. But I think just using a, a bad luck sponge to clean houses and cause misery at your own profit is a nice like deal with the devil story. I, I again I don't know how to end it. Maybe she eats the no, sponge. No, I love. I know I like that idea a lot. <laughs> uh, can I can I pitch on it? Yeah. yeah pitch on it. Well, so this will be this just not on your idea, but the the idea of the book. So let's let's shorten it. Let's say. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna change two things. Okay. One is that it's not an encyclopedia of weird creatures; it's one volume of the encyclopedia. Mm. Of oh, weird okay, creatures. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's volume G. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. And so early on, they figure it out. They're like, "Fuck, this thing is bad luck." And then she rereads it, and they go, "She doesn't throw it out immediately. She 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 takes it for." Uh, she 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 listens to the book, and then she realizes pretty quickly. Got to kill it with love. They kill it. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, uh, then uh, the next creature on the next page shows up in their life. 
they're like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta deal with this. Maybe it's not, it's, maybe it's the Lanks, but it's not called the Lanks. It's called the, the Ganks. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Just uh-huh. for the, the just for the sake of this. Yeah. And so they're like, but then they figure out that and they kill it. And they're like, oh, phew. And then another creature shows up and they're like, fuck, we gotta keep killing all these things. They keep coming up in our lives. Um, but then like the little brother turns forward pages in the, the book. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and they see a creature called the Garum. Uh-huh. Which is a horse demon, uh-huh. uh, and it's just standing on two legs, and it's like buff. It kind of looks like, it kind of looks like you know, like a sexy like furry of a horse. I was thinking like <laughs> it looks like the Ren and Stimpy like neighbor horse kind of. A little bit. He's kind of hunky, but he he is a demon. Okay. Uh, so the book is like leading up to the Garum showing up, and uh, I don't Garum, know what happens, but it. the Garum the Garum shows up and. Uh, they uh they have to deal with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I think what uh, I just want them to I just want them to have to figure out what to do with the horse. What to do with the garum? Well, I think the thing is that they, they every monster that they kill in the G section they have to be loving towards it, and the only th- way that they can destroy the garum is to to create a and this will be an eighteen plus book. They have to have a sexual romantic relationship with the garum. You know, wait, I want to just amend this a little bit, is that the book says specifically that the Garum will fuck your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it will destroy the his marriage, your dad's marriage. Yes, it will. It, it breaks, it, 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 it cleaves the bonds of marriage in half. With fucking. Because, because I'm assuming the, the fucking your dad is so good, the dad's like, I gotta go love this instead. Yeah, he can yeah, only love a Garum. Like, he 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 really likes it, and like it's really loud, and everyone in the house can hear how much Dad loves getting <laughs> fucked by the garum. And uh, the wife is just uh, the mother is just you know she's just broken. She, she will never be able to this. please him, and she'll hear the noises forever. <laughs> He's like, well, we. I mean, maybe you could peg me now, <laughs> and then she's like, it'll never be as good as the garum. I'll never be as good as the garum to you. I think the mom at some point like tries to save the marriage by dressing up like a sponge. Like she's just like, "Isn't this what you want? Isn't this what you want?" It's like, "No, I don't want." It's not the fact that it's a sponge. It's just it it senses my misery. Like it 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 can tell how I'm feeling. Unlike you, you cold bitch, and it's like slams the door. Oh, I just love the idea of the Garen fucking him and then riding off into the sunset alone. <laughs> Yeah, the book just becomes about the parents at that point. The kids are just really not a part of the book. After after the dad gets down with the girl, I really li- I really like that. I like this this dark monster coming into a non sexual monster. The garum was pornography, internet pornography. <laughs> that is how it has to end. And I think that's how the show ends, right? That's yeah. That's, I think beautiful. we can leave it there. I think that's, that's how the beautiful. podcast ends. Yeah, that's what I mean to say. Not the show, just this episode. This of the episode, podcast. that's beautiful. I like that a lot, guys. I I enjoy our good. We have a good horror movie idea. I mean, Paul Paul respectfully bowed out. I couldn't do it this time. I tried to think of one this time, but I couldn't. This I, book was too perfect. Mark of the records book was too perfect. No notes. No notes. I I I, uh, I came up with mine on the spot. So uh, maybe uh, gear them up. Just not. <laughs> Gear him up. That's got to be a shirt now. Gear him up. Why do all uh, of our horror movie monsters just like all fuck you? Like, why is that always like? <laughs> there's something. There's some like psychological stuff that eventually one day psychiatrists will suss out of this. 
podcast. Yeah, I, I guess that's dad's, it. I think dad's getting fucked and it being okay. It's not like a rape thing. I think that's just funny. It's oh, yeah. Just, no, it's no. I, I have no problem with it. I and Also, yeah, I think it's a very consensual... I think like the garum like it's, crawls it's up. It's just on the, the funniest thing. Is what yeah, I think, I think that's it why crawls we up on the it, bed yeah. and the dad's like, oh, oh, oh. It's basically uh, Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters when he has that ghost blowjob. Yeah, he's really yeah, into it. Yeah. Yeah, so at first, at first he's like scary. He's like, "Oh no, ghost!" But then he's like, "Oh wait, oh wait, ghost. sexy ghost." So yeah. like the garum, like he's laying in bed, um, almost <laughs> wearing nothing with the door open. Oh yeah, and, his dick just hanging uh, out in the wind. <laughs> And he's reading the newspaper. And, uh, <laughs> no, he's not asleep. He's awake. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. He's, and he lowers, he sees something coming down the hall and he lowers the newspaper a little bit. And he's like, oh, well, fuck, is that a horse? And then, he, and then he goes, oh, fuck, is that a horse? <laughs> and then the Garum flexes. Yeah. And then he's like, ooh, it's a Garum. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows what they are ahead of time. Well, like you, you have immediate knowledge once a Garum flexes at you. Well, You're wait, like, wait. If I can add on to that, I think the newspaper page says like at the top headline is like Garums are going around fucking dads, and the dad's like, I just read about that. That sounds tasty. Want the we best gotta get of rid of this. We gotta get rid of the Garum. He's ruining all the marriages in, in this county, <laughs> and all the dads are like. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that big of a problem. <laughs> it's like a fucking shitty article from like the internet. It's like, want the best sex of your life? Find yourself a garum. And it's just a picture of a garum. And that's what he's reading when the garum shows up in his house. And he's just like, this is too coincidental. I have to fuck this thing. I guess I have to fuck this thing. Or this thing has to fuck me. Either way. <laughs> yeah, he gets fucked by the garum. They fuck each other. They take turns. And it, it, as, as we clear, it's a very consensual. It's they very beautiful. It's a very beautiful sexual relationship between these things. These totally. Two town, town fathers gaddying up with garum. <laughs> <laughs> Get to caming with a garum. <laughs> okay, I think that's Goosebuds. <sighs> that's Goosebuds, We did baby. a good... We, we we did it. We did it, um, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. What, what else? What else do we have going on? If you if you enjoy this podcast that we that we barely gave you any into, info on, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, probably isn't, but if you're, we <laughs> don't get new listeners, might be your last time if you got to the garum part. But <laughs> if if you enjoy this type of content, you can see us doing other things, uh, guys. What else? What else do we have going on in our creative lives? Uh, I am going to do some new episodes of Tales from the Tavern soon. Whoa! Yeah. And uh, what I'm working on stuff. I'm working on other stuff. But um, you should stop by ComfyJunior.com, my web shop, my store, where you can get a Mickle t-shirt. And if you order a t-shirt, you, I have alien t-shirts too. I got to send you one, Paul. Yeah. But uh, if you order a t-shirt, I will send you a free antenna topper for for the film in what? promotion for of the film fever pitch oh, so they're little yeah. baseballs they're little baseballs that go on your antenna on your car if your car has an antenna still and uh it's for fever pitch in in theaters april 8th wait 2005 i think wait the the drew barrymore uh-huh uh, uh-huh yeah i found them at a savers there was like three bags of of 
fever pitch antenna toppers and what? i bought one dude this is crazy yeah. i want one okay yeah i'll hook you up do you have an antenna on your car oh crap we don't have an antenna shit well hey maybe you can put it on your christmas tree there you go it's a great the very top yeah take off that star jesus you get out of here it's get christ out pitch. of christmas and get, get fever pitch in drew barrymore and jimmy fallon were in love and they wanted to do a movie together and they made that movie and it's about the red Sox if you like them <laughs> Uh, I also have new buttons. I've redesigned a couple buttons, and they are sharp, guys. I like them. Check them out, comfyjunior.com. Get yourself a see me and help in. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty You'll good. be the talk of the town right below the Garum article. Man wears cool <laughs> pin. Picture of you. Uh, you can find me on Continue Show, uh, or well, Continue, and it's uh, youtube.com slash Continue Show. We have a podcast where we play role-playing games called Pretend Friends, uh, and, uh, and and I'm doing the Goose Buds with you guys. And I got some other Aww. stuff I'm working on, too, but uh, I'm actually, I'm, and we're, we've been helping Dom on some stuff that's going to be really cool, and Chad and I are working on some potentially cool yeah. things. Uh, Wait, did you, did you drop Worlds Within, the new Worlds Within Worlds? Oh, yeah, I got a new uh, essay show out called Worlds Within Worlds that's on uh, YouTube.com slash Normal Boots. I did. Oh one, yeah, did one on one of my favorite video games, Dune Two, and favorite novels, Dune. It was really cool. It's a great video. You guys, everyone who listens to the show should watch that Dune video. It's really, it's a really good video. You, I don't even want to say anything about it, but if you play Overwatch, uh, MOBAs, anything, it's pretty neat. It's pretty really good all video. really all games. The every best game ever is in, is involved in this video. Normal yes. boots is the page. Yes. World with, with worlds within worlds. Is, so just out. just search one of those. It's good. It's a good video. I, I'm I'm happy it's, with how it's it came the out. one video on normal boots so far that doesn't have one of the other normal boots guys' faces just like enraged. Uh-huh. Like all the other thumbnails uh-huh. for madness have been them all like what? Yep. Like, that's all their face. The YouTube face. It's good. The no, old no. YouTube face. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chad? Uh, I'm working during the day a lot on a show called Wizards. It's a spinoff of Troll Hunters. You guys won't see it for like years. Uh, um, I'm super looking forward to it though. It's because it's gonna be so cool. And then, uh, but otherwise, besides Goosebuds, uh, I've been doing D and D on the D and D Twitch channel with mm-hmm. Holly Conrad and Jimmy Wetzel and and friends of the show. Uh, every Thursday ish. It kind of depends if there's panels or conventions. Yep. Uh, Thursday is at five Pacific. On twitch.tv slash DD, I play a Warforged detective boy that's that's basically data from Star Trek. It's, it's real fun. Wonderful. It's real are fun. You still, are you still streaming, Chad? I haven't gotten to stream with this new job very much, but I, I keep meaning to do some. Uh, I'm gonna stream next week sometime. I don't dude, know when this dude, is coming out. If you're gonna out, stream, but... let me know. I'll I will I will stream with you. Uh uh I what's your what's your Twitch stream, Dom? My Twitch stream. Um, oh, the name, name is yeah. Necrodomicon. <laughs> nice. I love that name. That's right. Nice. And, yeah. And I'm twitch.tv slash quantum theory. Uh, and that's my name for everything. You know what just came media. out? An what? update to Vermintide. I saw that, but you gotta pay 10 bucks mm. for it. What? Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That game rules. And it's worth the ten dollars. It is pretty good. Yeah, uh, I want to play that game. I'm also getting back into Dead by Daylight, I think, if you guys ever want to play a spooky monster game. Frick, I gotta get that. You just get to be um, chased by by big man, big monsters, and then you parkour around them, and you feel really cool. That's cool. Do they have a? Do they have like a sexy horse monster? Or <laughs> they don't. You know, they have a sexy bunny lady, but not okay. a horse. A horse yet. Dom. All right. Well, I th- I'll think about it. Dom, there's always there's always the Steam Workshop, baby. You get a Garum in oh, that game. Oh, get that mod uh-huh. in there. Yeah, Garum's dungeon. <laughs> 
<laughs> Garum's guys, who Spongy. wants to make that game with I, me? I would go to a card store called Garum's Dungeon. Garum's Consensual Sex Room. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I want I do ask that um uh Goosebuds listeners uh keep uh our friend Chad in your thoughts. Uh he is going to have surgery um to have his beard removed. Oh no, oh, no. no. I'm just finding yeah. out this for the first time too. This is terrible. He uh he has a terrible disease. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna say what it is? It's called beards. It's where you cannot stop growing a beard. Man, if you saw me without this beard, you would not be my friend. <laughs> what? It's just a very different person under this beard. Chad, I'm He's... sorry that you got Sabrutus, the be- the beardsman's disease. Uh... <laughs> Sabrutus. Oh, that's what it was. And now you have to have your beard removed forever. Or, it, or the beard a will eat laser. No. The beard will they, eat. No, a, they burn your face energy. with a laser. It's actually not like a clean surgery you just have a bunch of scar laser scars when you're done oh no they just rip it they yeah. just like you gotta just take it out from the you roots. look cool you look very cool with the afterwards. i'm gonna look like uh ever james almost all over my yeah face. yeah it's a cool look cool so brutus's face <laughs> so brutus the garum was so brutus uh by the way if you guys want to support the show uh you can go on patreon.com slash goosebuds and get access to bonus episodes, Camp Goosebuds, like we've mentioned, our real cool Discord that is just full of love and wonderful people. That clearly influences the show. Clearly yeah. influences the show. It's something point. that was being talked on at, uh, in the Discord. Yeah, people uh, were talking about it uh, to, like while we were recording today, or they were talking about us doing stuff, and I was like, oh, I want, I want to talk to them right now, but we're talking to each other, and I can't do it. But I'm going to go in there and talk to some people right after we're done. Patreon.com slash Goosebuds. Get in there. <laughs> uh, and follow us on Twitter at GooseBudsPod. And you can email us at GooseBuds at gmail.com. I think that's everything. G- guys, last words. Uh, down with Sabrutus. Up with the down Garum. With <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, down, yeah, up with the Garum. Ha- hashtag pray for Chad. <laughs> okay. We'll see you last guys. Last of courage. See All you right. in theaters. Never. <laughs> Alright, love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. We couldn't make this podcast without the support of our Patreon supporters. We love you, and we wanted to give a shout-out to y'all. So we're going to go right into it. Aaron T. Strunk. Aaron watching you sleep damn cold. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Afshin Madaleb. Aiden Dice. Alistair Perez. Alan Saylor. Amelia Crouch. Andrew Sheriff. Axel Rock. Becca McWilliams. Bex Moss. Ben Desrath Beeler. Ben Bohan. Bradford Coulter. Brandon Rowdenbush. Brian Ferniton. Brian Wells. Buddy Morrill. Kale Clinton. Calf. All caps. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> McLean. Cameron Murphy Audio. Carewise Gamgee. <laughs> Carly Sarnowski. Chad is beautiful and probably smells amazing. Aw, part of that's true. Thank you. Chosen one. Chris Birch. Chris Colvin. Chris Mazu. Christina Doling. Christopher Boyce. Clay Castle. Clayton C. Cody Redfield. Connor, see you in church. Cougar, Qualkin, Kappelman. Silo. Dan Henshaw. Daniel Kalejas. Danky McStanky. 
Depio, David Cole, David Cron, Devaldi, Drew Applegate, Dylan Vaughn, Ethan Obama, First Name, Last Name, Fred Atkins, Gabe Chavez, Gregory D. Warren, Heath Robinson, Hector Alberto Rivera Ortiz, Heidi Shanks. Hey, it's Danklin. Hollis <laughs> Hornbeak, Hollis Hornbeak, Ishak Arafin, Jacob Rakur, Jake Young, James Roy, Jared Mason, Jason Crooker, Jennifer Britton, Jim Greaves, Jim K, Joe, Joe, don't forget to vote, it's important, Scott. Oh, damn. Joey Evans, John Jimco, John Keedy, John Luke, Jonas Blatterman, Jonas Engman, Joshua Jack Jacobwitz, Joshua Lopez, Joshua P. Robertson, Jubs, just a pretty good dog overall. I love that <laughs> one. Justin Wagman, Kayla Tharp, Kevin Boucher, King Bank, Levi Like the Jeans. <laughs> Logan Troiano. Low Bellies Tears underscore. Luke Noodles. Macho Muffin Randy Savage. That makes me hungry. Maddie. Martin A. Macias. Matt Bachelor. Matt Flanagan. Matt Sadler. Matthew Rieger. Michael Knight. Michael McDowell. Oh, you are Mickey C. <laughs> He's never heard that, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Miguel Pardo. Mike Land Terry. Mikey Jello. Nathan Dolezal. Natu Pearl Henderson. Nick Hinkle. N V. That's Nevada. Oh, sorry, Nevada. <laughs> the great state of Nevada supported the show. Patrick Reynolds. Paul Grasso. Psychomaster One. Randy Hernandez. Reed Stubendick. Re Ari Infected. Ari the infection you had. <laughs> Rich Hillborn. Robert Moon. Roberto Rodriguez. Uh, Ryan Josh Henderson drew a dick on me once. That sounds that sounds possible. Sounds, yeah, that's actually 100% true. I saw it happen. Uh, S. The Sam letter Z. S. Brought to, brought to you by the letter S. Sam Z. Hash. Scott Colopy. Shifty Swamps. Sludge McKenzie. Slumlord Onion. Stealth Bates. Stefan Jive Turkey Kubara. Stephen Ghost Kisser Daniels. Taylor Dierks. Thanks, Meow Obama. <laughs> the Mantis. <laughs> and it says, do like a hissing noise for it, and then it cuts off. So I don't know how long they wanted you to do it. He for. probably wanted for only three seconds. Definitely not a longer period. No, of time. definitely not. Uh, and then finally, the only Juggalo Goosebud Ite. Surprise! There's um, more, actually. Yeah, you I, may not be. You may not be alone. Juggalo stand together, Hatchet Nation. Thank you, Juggalos. All. Juggalos stand for a lot of good out there. We all know this now. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so very, very. Wait, there's much. more. There's more, Chad. Oh shit! Never mind. The Rupal Productions. The Dragon Llama. Third Sergio. Toothless Barry. The Whistler. Bostowitz. Jesus. <laughs> Tim I. Healy. Tom. Trab Nasty. Trendy Moron. Trent Davis. Turtle Metzer. Tyler Penner. Victor. Vincent Modica. Walter Frazier. Will Vanderslice. Yeah, best pal. Yetisburg. Y.T. Chan. Sam Bambino. Zang Keefe. And finally, Zentacles. Thank you all so very, very much. We love Thank you guys. Thank you. Juggalo Nation!